0: Growing a successful business can feel intimidating and overwhelming, but it doesn't have to. Hi, I'm Robin Graham, and as a marketing and lead generation strategist, I am here to help you grow your business with simplicity, ease, and grace. Whether you are just starting out or you've been working to grow your business but haven't made traction, I will help you get the results you want. Using my purpose to results method will uncover your blocks and I'll teach you a step-by-step approach to grow your business in a way that makes sense and allows you to feel confident in following your God-led calling. The core of the purpose to results method is this formula. Mindset plus strategy plus action equals results. For mindset, we use my situational mind modeling for clarity, confidence, and connection with purpose and impact. For strategy, we use my Simplified Sustainable Strategy Model to achieve a solid foundation for long-term success by using strategies that embody SEO systems and processes and simplify your business. And for action, we use the accountability framework to ensure consistent execution to achieve results. You don't have to be a six-figure entrepreneur to implement strategies, systems, and SEO, and you don't have to fear those things either. I'll help you map out strategies that work, help you create the processes you need and teach you how to use SEO to get found and ranked on Google. When we work together, you won't need to overthink. There will be no backpedaling and you'll get to have an impact and make money faster and have a lifetime of earning potential. You and your business become my priority. How does that sound? Are you ready to feel calm and confident as you grow your business? If you're a result and impact-driven entrepreneur who's tired of doing the same things repeatedly with minimal results, I invite you to schedule a discovery call with me. Go to https colon forward slash forward slash bit.ly discoverwithrobin to schedule. The link is also in the show notes. The time is now. The people who need you are ready to find you. Welcome to the Robin Graham Show, the go-to podcast for Christian entrepreneurs and business owners who want success without social media. Are you tired of hearing you must be on social media, posting at just the right time and constantly selling in the DMs to grow a successful business? Are you sick of spending countless hours producing valuable content with little to nothing to show for it? Worse yet, Are you fed up with imposter syndrome that inevitably comes from time spent scrolling on social media no wonder you procrastinate but i've got great news there is a better way to grow your business hey friend i'm robin graham a christian business coach and marketing strategist specializing in growing a successful business without social media i'm also the author of you me and anxiety The Robin Graham Show is a podcast for faith-based business owners and entrepreneurs who want to follow their God-led calling and uncover joy, purpose, and passion in their life and business while having an impact and making money. Each week, I'll teach on how to grow your business without social media, in addition to various topics and strategies that you can employ to do so. Think how-tos like marketing, SEO, personal branding, PR, email marketing, and sales strategies tech, tools, systems, processes, and automation, the behind the scenes stuff you need to simplify, and strategies to recognize and navigate mindset barriers and anxiety. I and my guests will give you the best advice to help you create the life and business of your dreams, with a healthy dose of Jesus, of course so that you can build a solid foundation for your business and create a lifetime of limitless earning potential while fulfilling your purpose and creating a ripple effect of good in the world. If you're tired of overthinking and doing all the things with minimal results, you're in the right place. I'm all about simplicity, ease, and grace while having fun, creating an impact, and making money. Subscribe for new content every week. And be sure to visit therobingraham.com forward slash resources to download free resources to help you grow your business for limitless earning potential. And if you want email us at the team at the Robin We open all of our emails and would love to hear from you. Tell us what your struggles are, your challenges, or just say hi. Hey, beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Robin Graham show. You know, I hear a lot of people say, someday, and I hear a lot of people say, I'll be happy when, but guess what? If you don't decide to be happy, that someday may never come. And that thing that you want to do eventually may never come. So today we're going to talk about how if you want success, you need to be happy. And this isn't just success in business, this is success in life and business, in relationships and really every part of your life, everything that surrounds you. My Brit, Gutka, welcome to The Robin Graham Show.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, I am so happy that you are here with me all the way from Denmark.
1: Yes, it's it's cold and wet and dark.
0: You know, we're in the U S we have daylight saving time now too. And it's dark by like, we're till five, five o'clock and I'm ready for bed. So I get that darkness is not what I like.
1: (laughs) Either me, neither. We go like, it's, it's, it's not bedtime yet. It's not even dinner time when we're ready for bed, right? Yeah, it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. So we need to
1: nail this before it gets dark because it's four o'clock here and in about 45 minutes it's pitch black.
0: Yeah, so we got we to gotta get going then.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's do that.
0: So, so listeners, before we dive in, I just want to tell you a little background here. Um, my Brit and I met through a speaking engagement we did that was a global, global um Women's Summit, I guess. And it was inter- It was international. There were all these amazing people there. But my Brit really jumped off the screen at me. Her energy is so heavy, so positive, so joyful. And she always had something profound and great to say. And after we had done the speaking engagement, we had a Zoom call and just talked and got to know each other more. And we just really connected. And that's one of the most beautiful things about zoom and all this virtual technology is that we're all the way across the world from each other. And yet we can be friends and I can bring her to you to talk about something so incredibly powerful as happiness. So I'm going to turn the mic over to my Brit and have her tell you a little bit more about her journey, how to get to where she is today as a business coach
1: yeah, and personal development coach. And
0: personal development coach.
1: Yes. Um, it started with me. I think I had the same idea about what happiness is as or success. I think I linked the two together and said, okay, once I'm successful, then I'll be happy. And I linked all of it to my career. And that was a mistake. <laughs> and I got into... Um, A divorce, I've been living the first 40 years of my life, just kind of like dabbling around. No big issues, no big problems, no big obstacles. It's just like life was smooth, right? And all of a sudden, I find myself in a divorce that uh, nothing near smooth. It, It was horrible. Now we're good. Today, we're good. We can do parties together with the kids and stuff. But back when it happened, not so much. And we should probably have done this a couple of years sooner than we did. So in the meantime, I spent a lot of time going, I need to get out of this and then go, oh, wow. Well, maybe it's just me being difficult. Maybe I'm just being too demanding. Maybe I'm just being too this and this and that. And I kind of convinced myself of that because looking when I look in the hindsight I can see it's because it was easier right I didn't have the courage to actually stand up to the I knew it would be a huge confrontation and I didn't have the courage at the point so it was easier just to blame myself and all of a sudden you believe your own stories about yourself right so you I took on that identity and it's so far from who I am and at some point a couple of friends that don't even, they know each other, but they only see each other when they meet at my place. They they said to me on uh, different occasions, you need to get out of there. This is ruining your personality. And, and that's when it dawned on me, okay, maybe it's not just me. Now I need to actually take some action here and get out of this. And it was a mess. And it was the first burnout I ever, I mean, it was hard. So I suffered from burnout. And the whole ordeal with going through this meant that he also took me to court because he wanted one out of the three kids we have. So I didn't have time to deal with that burnout, right? <laughs> you don't know how strong you are until strong is your only option. So so I had to deal with the car. I had, I had to deal with my daughter being kind of like, she was twelve at the ten the first time. The second time he tried, she was almost twelve. But this was so hard on her, and I had to deal with that. No time for me. So after everything was settled, and he lost in court, and and things kind of settled down a little bit. Bam, second burnout because now I was really wiped out, and and I was just I've never been in a position like that. The first time it was stressed. The second time I was just being completely passive. I was just, I could sit on a chair and looking out into nowhere for hours and, and absolutely no activity in my brain, nothing was happening. And I was at a point where I'm not sure who fed my kids all days. <laughs> so so it was really, really um, I, its hard to describe because I've never been in a situation where I didn't have the ability to find a solution or at least a next step. And I think that's what freaked me out. So that's how all this started. At some point, you just need to do something. And I was, I was placed in a seminar uh, by my, my company at the time when I was working in corporate and Brendan Bishow was there and he was one of the speakers. There were like 20 speakers over four days and Brendan Bishow was one of them. And I was not paying attention to anything was going on. I was on my chair, but I was not there <laughs> and all of a sudden he got on stage and he I don't know what he did but he did something that caught my attention all of a sudden I started paying attention I was like okay I need to do something he, he, he can help me here so that was my way into the high performance world and it was a step by step in the beginning uh I got his master course high performance master course and I just, I went through it over and over again. And within months, my whole, I got my motivation back. I got my fire back. I got my drive back. I got my my fighter instinct back. And I was not where I wanted to be, but I was way better off than I was before. And all of a sudden, at some point, I woke up and like, "Ooh, I'm even better than before my burnout. This is working. And that's why I got so involved in it. And people started taking notice, right? They started to, hey, what's what's going on? You changed. Yeah, ain't it cool? <laughs> and and I started helping people. And eventually I got certified by Brendan. So now I have a piece of paper <laughs> that I can actually I follow the process, right? And so that's that's how I ended up as a coach for personal development, personal growth, and and mindset coaching, really. That's what it all. about and eventually some business coaching came along because people started asking how i did it so that's just my experience that i kind of like share with people Mm -hmm.
0: so you said something that i think is so important because when we don't take care of ourselves and we have so many episodes on you know avoiding burnout decreasing stress all that good juicy stuff but and i will link all those in the show notes for the listeners but You said something so important, and that was you were doing nothing and it wasn't until you took action that things started to change. And I think so many times people get stuck in a place and it really is taking action that moves us forward. Like we can't do anything if we're still we have to move.
1: Yes, Uh, there's only two where nothing stands still. Right. So you can move forward or backwards. It's the only option or sideways. But that's the only option you you really have. And I think the art is to learn to detect when things are not going in the direction you want. And don't wait for a burnout. I will not recommend this strategy to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) But but more often than not, we don't move until it hurts more to stay than to move.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But once you can make this mindset shift that you can actually... By design, move forward and have fun doing it, even though it's kind of scary sometimes to step out of the comfort zone. Once you find out how much fun it is on the other side, you, you're going to want to keep doing that. But it takes a mindset shift to, to kind of take ownership of the thought that nothing is going to kill you. It might be scary because it's it's unknown and you don't know the, the outcome of something you want to try out. But I usually say to people, think about when you learn how to ride a bike. How many times did you fall and scrape your knees before you got it? Now we're grown up and we go like, I'm not. I don't want to do that. What if people laugh? When you're a kid, you don't worry about laugh. People laughing at you. You just worry about you want to learn how to ride that bike. And you keep trying and you keep trying. And you get a little bit better every time you try. And all of a sudden, it's there. Mm-hmm. But it's like that with all new things.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And it's really stepping out of our comfort zone, right? And that is a mindset shift to let go of control. And yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And and do a reality check on your fears. Yeah. Are are they really real? Or is it just in your head? Is it? Is it a reality? Is it a market reality? Like is somebody other than you doing what you want to do? I bet you somebody is and somebody, there's a lot of people doing what you want to do. Uh, no matter what it is and some people are really good and some people are not so good but they're on a journey right so look at the market reality have anybody over the age of 50 gotten a job yes so don't tell me you can't get a job just because you're over 50 because people are doing it every day can you do it well if you set your mind to it you can hmm
0: Absolutely. I think we're the, we are the ones that stop ourselves. Like nobody else stops us. It's what's in our head that stops us. So my great, let's talk about, so your book, um, if you want success, be happy, what are the steps people can take to find happiness?
1: Uh, in four- the book, it's, it's put in four steps. hmm so it's a little bit different if you work one on one with me, but but to kind of like simplify it, because I didn't want to write 1,200 pages that people would never read. So this book is very micro learning based. It's, it's to the point, not too much fluff, no scientific wobbly dab in, to, to take up space and, and put in words. So I put it in four categories. And the first one is, is find your vision. You, you need to know where you're going. I mean... If you want success with whatever you're trying to achieve, whether it's a a career goal or a personal goal, you you still need to know what you're headed for. Otherwise, it will be impossible for you to design a road to go to get there. So and and most people, they have a pretty clear vision on what they want to do career wise. So they say, okay, I want this title or this amount of money or whatever it is that they're going for. Um, but the thing is that not too many people know who they want to become. What kind of person do they want to grow into? What really matters in the core of their soul? It's it's the purpose part of clarity. And who do they want to become? What kind of legacy do, do they want to leave behind? Not too many people worry about that. So they go with the flow and what they were accustomed to by their environment growing up their parents opinions and stuff and other people's assumed expectations to them because we rarely ask so we just assume that they expect a third a certain thing from us Mm -hmm. so people go that direction but it does if it conflicts with who they really are and who they want to become they will never reach their target because they will keep blocking themselves because it's it, it tears them apart it doesn't feel right and you can go along with not feeling right for a certain amount of time but most people probably experience this it's when you're frustrated and irritated and in general just hate people <laughs> and you don't know why and people say what's with you i, say, I don't know and you get even more frustrated that is your actions not being aligned with your core values so it's really important to to start by being completely clear about who do you want to become and then once you know that you know what's important to you what's your inner integrity your core values whatever name you want to put to it then you can design your career and make sure that you don't compromise yourself in the process so, so that is step number one, is clarity, always clarity. If you don't have that, everything you put after that doesn't really matter because it might take off in a completely wrong direction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and step number two is optimizing your health. It's being a better version of you. And when I say health, it's more than just marathons and broccoli. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank goodness. Whenever I say health, people go like,
1: I hate broccoli. <laughs> it's it's uh it's your mental health it's your emotional health and it's of course also your physical health but i would say there's one thing that is far more important than both exercise and diet and that is sleep Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and sleep is totally underrated like it's so so and also just to recharge give yourself time to recharge you gotta take care of number one first I didn't do that, and it didn't work out for me. Well, (laughs) uh, we're so good at taking care of everybody else, right? Everybody else's needs. The kids, the spouse, the in-laws, the neighbor, the aunt's goldfish. And (laughs) everybody is in line before us. And when we're done with everybody else and everything else, no more time, no more resources. Oh, well. I take care of me next day, next week, next month. And I had one, she said, oh, I would love to have a, just a spa day at home. Like, why don't you do that? Well, I don't have time. I'll make the time. Put it in the calendar because if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't count. It's not going to happen. So you got to take care of number one first before you can take care of everybody else. Are you going to wind up with me? and like me with a burnout and you can take care of absolutely nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the problem is, it's it's horrible to be the one suffering from burnout. But it was way worse for my kids. Yeah, they were paying the real price, and we we kind of forget that a little bit that that we're not the ones paying the biggest price when we burn out. It's the people that we love the most, mm-hmm. and that's worth taking into consideration when you think you don't believe you don't have time to take care of yourself. You need to do that because otherwise you will not be able to take care of the people you love. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we've had a couple people on the show previously who have experienced that level of burnout as well. And the same thing, it's like realizing that you have to take the initiative to care for yourself at all levels, right? Emotional, mental, physical, but that sleep is hands down, something that everybody agrees that's been on the show is so incredibly important.
1: Yes. And I think it's the only topic in the world that all scientists agree upon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you do have these, these people who are, oh, how did you achieve this? Well, I was in the 5am club where, you know, you, you get sleep from 1am to 5am and then you're done and you just go, 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 go. But eventually what happens they run out of steam like it's just not a model that is sustainable
1: it it is not the problem is that people who do that they don't realize themselves how low their cognitive cognitive abilities are Mm -hmm. because it becomes their new normal and and when I coach uh, tough leaders I have a lot of tough leaders and and they they kind of like they brag about it I only need four or five hours of sleep. I'm doing great. Look at where I'm at. Like, do you have any idea where you could have been if you were actually sleeping along the way?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and, and and we can always trans. The thing is that the career seem to be what we prioritize, at least until a certain age. Uh, then it flips a little bit. But we prioritize career uh, and we, we do it. Um, on, it hurts the family life, it hurts the relationships, the the friends, the deep connections. So, because they're always kind of there. So they can wait, right? Career can't, because if I don't grab this promotion, somebody else will. And I count that nobody grabs my spouse, (laughs) but somebody will. (laughs) If if I don't baby him, somebody will. I mean. (laughs) But we can of like just take for granted that they're going to be there, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but it, that is that is not the case. But I think I got sidetracked. Why did we start for this?
0: <laughs> well, we I think we're heading towards number three. So if you want to just we've we've talked about you know self care, but yeah. not even I, I guess that phrase self care is um, I think it's overused. But that idea of taking care of self so that we can take care of
1: other people and sleep yeah, being exactly, a priority exactly. Uh, But the the third one is take back command. We are so good at just letting other people decide for us. And we just go with the flow, going through the motions. And nothing's kind of happening. Nothing good, nothing bad. We're just flatlined. But the thing is, we don't thrive there. We don't. We survive there, but we don't thrive. And it's a huge, huge difference. And a lot of the time we just we don't even know why we do what we do because it's just, I don't know. When I ask people why do you have the job you have, I don't know. It pays the bills. <laughs> but it completely lacks enthusiasm. You need to take back command and be captain of your own ship. I know it sounds kind of like cliche, but then I guess cliches are cliches for a reason. <laughs> But you need to know what you want and steer towards that and do what you need to do. And that means that takes a lot of courage, because now you have to one, you have to learn to say no to things that don't serve you anymore. And that might be people around you. It might be your thinking pattern, it might be its tasks that other people are accustomed for you to do because their life is a mess. So they throw it on you. And I have not, I can't count how many times i told people that other people's lack of ability to plan their life is not your emergency just because you're good at what you do. And people are like, Oh, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> You don't have to accept all gifts that come your way. You can say no. Mm-hmm. Um, but but th- saying no is something that people find really, really hard to do. Mm-hmm. But it, it's necessary. And it's necessary to, to clean up in your surroundings as well. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So you should choose them really carefully. And my coach said to me, If people do not support your dream, they are, by definition, your enemy. And it sounds so harsh, but there's a lot of truth to this. Because if they don't support me, they're going to do everything they can to pull me back into their comfort zone. It's easier for them to pull me back than it is for them to step up themselves. Mm -hmm. And if you notice, people who say that can't be done. They have either failed. And never try it again, or they never even start. They never even tried to begin with. Those are the people who's going to keep try and keep you down, because they don't like it too much if you if you surpass them. Mm-hmm. And and those are not the people you want to build when you're building towards your dream and you're building your life the way you want it, because you can actually have success in career and a, and satisfaction in life and wake up every day, excited about life. You can have both. You just need to navigate it.
0: Do you believe that you can grow your business without social media? You absolutely can. It's possible. In the free ebook, 10 strategies to grow your business without social media. I share strategies that you can adopt and implement today to reduce the stress of trying to grow your business on social media and start creating more sustainable success. You'll increase your visibility and the awareness of your brand and business and attract more soulmate clients. Go to therobingram.com forward slash resources to download your free ebook today. The link is in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. And it it really does become about who you surround yourself with. Like if you were around like-minded people who have similar values and morals and ethics and integrity, you're, you're going to be more likely to propel yourself forward just because of the sheer fact that they're motivating you, they're inspiring you versus when you're with these naysayer, naysayers, you feel stuck, you feel heavy, you feel down, you feel
1: like You feel like possible. you have to defend your opinion and your dream. You're always in the defense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing is that if you take people in general, I don't care who they are, But any person in the world, if you look at their friends, their surroundings, they all have the same size house, the same size car, almost the same amount of kids and the same income. So that's who you surround you with are people that are like-minded, but who are like you, and that's comfortable. But if you want to grow, you need to find somebody who's further along than you. And the good thing about this is that people who are further along it's not going to laugh at you. They're going to help you up because yes. they've been there and they know how tough it is. And somebody helped them. So the people who are standing in your way are already behind you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love how you just said that. that. And that is so true. And we really do need someone to aspire to, but to hold on to as a mentor or a guide, because we don't know what we don't know. And that, that again, sounds so cliche, but it is so incredibly true. When we're working in things, we don't see what the potential is. We're stuck in just this box versus the bigger picture.
1: Yeah, that is so, so true. One of my coaches said, if you want success, it's 80% inner work and 20% action. Mm -hmm. And that's, I really, that just resonated with me so, so well. Because once you got your inner work laid out for you, and you 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 nail this, it, it's a process. Of course, it's. I don't think you ever get done because there's always the next level. But the thing is that your perspective change. Mm-hmm. The the things that you see, the opportunities that you see, are different when your inner world is aligned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it makes so much sense, and yet most people do it the other way around. Yeah,
0: they well, take 80% you...
1: action, but it's action in all over the place in all kinds of directions, and there's no, there's no system to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think when you are around people that are the same level versus a slightly higher or way higher. You tend to compare yourself more versus aspiring more. And the more we compare, the the more we feel like things aren't as possible, I think. You know, I think comparison just truly is one of those things that drags you down to the depths versus pushing you forward. I, I think competition can be really help, healthy to push us to want to be better. But when we get stuck in that rut of comparison, there's no growth.
1: no. And and say hi to social media, because <laughs> this is really a killer for all motivation and momentum yeah. and energy and happiness. Because we open up a phone, the first thing we do in the morning, open the phone and we enter other people's world. Mm-hmm. And we forget to just focus on our own. So we're already uh, behind when we wake up. And we compare ourselves to what we see on social media. And it's really the truth, or at least it's not the whole truth, because people don't post when everything sucks. Yeah. And, and even the best of people have days that suck. I mean, yeah. and so, so it's snapshots, right? It's those little happy moments. But it's, and we get this feeling, oh, this person lives this amazing life. Yeah, but they still have to do laundry. Right. <laughs> we forget that. <laughs> we forget that. It's so, so true. We but that, other people's world first.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad you brought that up because that's why I'm so passionate about building the foundation of your business without social media. It, it's oh. truly possible to grow your business without social media. I met a woman not long ago who has this just phenomenal business, phenomenal business. She's not on social media. She doesn't have a presence online. Most people don't even know who she is. But yet she has built this incredible business. And it's, you know, there's so much reality to that. If we can step away from the distractions and the chaos and the wannabes, then we can focus on what needs to be done to build ourselves and our businesses versus just thinking about, oh, I should do that. Or I wish I had that. Or I should be more like her. Or I should do more like that. And, you know, it's craziness.
1: Yeah, and it gets confusing, and it gets frustrating, and then you focus on, you get what you focus on. Yeah, right. So you need to focus on what you want, what you can, and what you have.
0: Yes, yes, but and that's where gratitude comes in. When we look yes. at what we have, what we've already accomplished, and we have that sense of gratitude, I mean, gratitude is a natural antidepressant. So the more grateful we are, the the more happy we'll feel. And yes.
1: Best. And the easier it is to succeed because you will be focused on what matters. Yes,
0: yes. Okay, so. Are... <laughs> okay, so my rep, what is number four? Before we go too far down this whole comparison <laughs> gratitude track.
1: Oh, well, we could be here for three weeks without getting bored, couldn't we?
0: <laughs> we could.
1: <laughs> the, the last one is is fuel resilience. You need to toughen up. I don't care who you are. You need to toughen up. Uh, to, today's youth are really—we uh, didn't do them many favors. Uh, in, in Denmark, we call them curling kids because the parents swept the way in front of them, so they never had to—they never had to be tough. And now they're not. So, but but fueling resilience is when we're talking to my age, it's a different thing a little bit, but. It's about being able to pivot and being able to, to sort in things coming into your life. Worry is the ultimate waste of time. It really okay. is because there's only two choices. When something happens, is it within your control? Can you do something about it? If you can, no time for worry, time to act. If you can't, no need to worry. It won't change nothing. <laughs> so, so it's as simple as that. And, and this, remembering this one can save people from so many frustrations just say okay can I do something about it no okay don't worry about it focus on what you can do and and being able to pivot fast so let's say that you um let's say you are on a diet and everybody have tried that I think <laughs> and, and and you've been doing so well and now it's Thursday and you're really proud of yourself and your friends invite you over and they're having pizza and you go and you accept, you have a snack accident right you have a snack accident <laughs> and you eat a slice of pizza <laughs> now you have two choices you can go like okay i'm still good i've been good for the rest of the week I can have that piece of pizza without feeling bad about it. Or you can go like, no, I mess it all up. And now it doesn't matter. So I might as well have ice cream and like, and I start over on Monday. But when you do that, you start over every single time. Just, just acknowledge that you're human, right? And say that your 100% might vary from day to day. But as long as you can say I did the best I could, then you should be really happy with yourself. And with for whatever reason you lose half a day to Netflix and Doritos, don't beat yourself up about it. Go like, okay, probably my body told me I needed to just relax and do absolutely nothing, and go like, be okay with it. But know that you need to catch up the rest of the week. So you can't just lose days and then. You just lose days. You you need to have a plan for how to pivot and catch up. And you'd be surprised how much productivity you can put in to a very short amount of time if it is systemized. If you take away distractions and notifications and emails and just have like a focus block of time where you dedicate to certain tasks. You can get so much done. And so it's, it's about being able to pivot fast and don't let it hurt you. Somebody brings you bad news. You can You can cry for two hours. You can cry for two months. And the longer you do it, the harder it is for you to get back on track. Mm-hmm. So ask yourself, is this way of thinking going to change anything for the better? Is it going to serve me or going to serve whoever around me? me? Probably not. Right. It's it's a rhetorical question, but you you have to ask yourself, what is this doing to me right now? OK, so how can I feel better by shifting my focus? And this is so, so, so important.
0: It is. And I, you know, I use that example, too, in my five C's of journaling method to navigate anxiety or mindset. And the the reality is so many of our thoughts are unrealistic. Nobody else would be thinking about us the way we're thinking about us so it's nobody better, cares no it's another way to just check you know for checks and balances with your mind and your thoughts like would anybody else be thinking this and if the answer is no it's time to take action to change those thoughts because it's otherwise you're you just get yourself into that embedment of st- stuck you know like you're in that burt yes, exactly. and mire in the mud and you can't take another step forward so you have to start with what you're thinking and then be able to to take the action to move yourself forward because it takes all three right mindset strategy and action in order to find success but I think what I love what your the title of your book if you want success be happy because happiness increases productivity so if we follow these four steps we're more likely to think positive have more positive emotions and feelings And then we'll be able to take more productive action, make better choices, and we'll have better outcomes.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And what you said about getting stuck, that just brought something to me. Because if if I screw up, nobody cares. Nobody knows me. I mean, it doesn't even matter who you are. Like Brendan Bouchard, he's he's really known in, in a lot of big parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And he can still go to lunch and nobody knows him. (laughs) So It doesn't really matter. And and if people get caught up in one mistake you make, don't pay attention. I always say, don't accept criticism from someone you wouldn't ask for advice. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So why is it that we get so caught up in what somebody else thinks? And we have so high demands to ourselves. We would never demand the same thing of other people. Never. It's like, that's fine. You don't have to worry about it. Don't worry about it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's only when we have to do it ourselves. Then it has to be perfect. But again, perfect is just another word for fear. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: But and it is true. Is... You
1: have this plan, this strategy, and you have a positive mindset without being toxic positive because you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. But but you need to kind of take ownership and, and shift your, your way of doing things accordingly then you get more energy you get more happiness you get more joy and get more opportunities and things just start rolling your way Mm -hmm.
0: yeah absolutely and it really does I'll start with what you believe and what your thoughts are um oh you just mentioned something this this whole movement of toxic positivity for Mm -hmm. people who haven't heard of that would you just elaborate
1: on that for a second yeah it can be if you're toxic positive it it can be now I'm to, I'm not talking if it's me versus you for instance I'm talking just with yourself right
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: you can you can tell yourself a story that you're positive while in not treating what is negative so you kind of just like put a positive lid on the negative and the negative get to boil inside of you and all of a sudden it's going to explode so that's probably the best way to describe it yeah so, so it, you can't you can't fake it uh, so the thing of fake it till you make it, I kinda don't like that because sometimes either. people get really uh they they get caught in it and they mm-hmm. they kind of get stuck in in the cage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the more you try to fake it, the more you're almost living a lie because you yes. know deep inside that it's not real, and then you feel yes. you feel like a fraud, and then you feel like, oh, now nobody's gonna trust me. Because you don't trust yourself and it just becomes this vicious cycle. Okay, yes, it so is.
1: it's killing you right. from within. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so I it's, say it's, it's killing you from within. Yeah. Then it's better to start with the little things that you can be positive about, like truly be positive about. I don't care if it's a ladybug or if it's that the sun got up this morning, no clouds, or you just got out of bed. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter how small it is, just as long as you focus on that thing mm-hmm. and say, well, at least I got out of bed this morning. That is something I'm breathing. Everything is working. All my body parts are working. You can shake them up and say, "All oh, my body parts are working. Don't do it in front of a mirror. It's going to put you right back into prison. <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh, you're so great. You're so great. I love it. <laughs> oh, the visuals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that, I think we're going to wrap up.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Will you, will you tell the listeners, Maibra, where they can find you and connect with you, learn more from you?
1: Yes. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. And otherwise, they can find me and, and get on our newsletter or get the book uh, on coach.
0: And I will put that link in the show notes. So you guys don't have to try to figure out how to spell that spell my name.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I love, I love the conversation because I think everything really does start from within. And I just did a keynote address on this same topic a couple of weeks ago. And you know, the one thing I, I emphasized is that happiness is a choice and no one else is going to make you happy. And you don't have the control to make someone else happy. It has to come from within. It has to be a choice. But the more you choose to take positive action, to have a positive mindset, the more success you're going to have in the end. So I think this conversation is something that we all need on repeat as a reminder. So listeners, if you found this information helpful, inspiring, if you laughed a little bit, share it with a friend, share it with somebody you know who is struggling, maybe they're experiencing burnout, maybe they've just lost someone and they are in that phase of of crying and crying and crying instead of trying to get out of bed in the morning and notice the little things of posit- that are positive in their life. And please, if you would, leave us a rating and review because that's how I get more great guests from all around the world, just like <laughs> my Brit. So thank you so much for being here, my Brett. It was an honor to have you. And listeners, go go connect with her on LinkedIn because she puts out some really, really great, inspiring and powerful content. So thank you for being here. And I will see you, you all. Have a for And yes. throw some confetti
1: on whoever needs it.
0: That's right. Throw confetti on whoever needs it. (laughs) All right. Thanks listeners. I will see y'all next week. And that's a wrap friends. A heartfelt thank you for being here. I know there are many other ways that you could spend your time. So I truly appreciate you joining me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Ratings and reviews are how we grow and get amazing guests and how more people find the show. A kind review would mean the world to me. Oh, and don't forget to share the episode with someone that it will help. And let's connect. You can find me on Pinterest and LinkedIn as therobingram.com. And be sure and visit the website therobingram.com forward slash resources for a plethora of resources to help you grow your business for long-term success. Until next time, remember to smile.